Hey, Frankie Stein. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? So, last night I got my relationship readiness assessment form sent to me by um, Julie Giovanetti, my dating coach, who I'm going to be guinea pig for, <laughs> or rather I'm going to be the guinea pig forward slash four who she can practice her dating coaching skills on. Thank you, Julie Giovanetti. Julie Giovanetti. Julie Giovanetti. Not going to flirt with Julie. <laughs> not. I'm not going to flirt. I'm not going to flirt with Julie Giovanetti. No, I'm going to be a good boy. I'm going to be a good boy. This is about, this is serious. This is serious. This is serious. No, it really is serious. And um, it was very interesting filling out the form. Uh, I'll share I'll share a copy, a copy with you if you um, fancy seeing the frankly pitiful state of my readiness. No, actually, I, I, I'm ready-ish. Ready-ish. Um, anyway, I thought I would write a song for um, for all the dating coaches out there, for all the dating coaches out there, but particularly for Julie Giovanetti. Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie Giovanetti. I'm not going to send it to her. Don't worry. Don't worry, because I'm not going to flirt. I'm not going to be flirting with Julie Giovanetti, even though I think she's my type. But I'm not going to flirt with her because she's my dating coach. And so boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Even though she's my unofficial dating coach. No, no, she is my dating coach. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So do you want to hear the song? I mean, it's kind of a song for you as well. I mean, that's because, you know, you're Frankie dating coach Shankly, aren't you? You're Frankie dating coach Shankly. So, but when I sing it, as I'm going to sing it to you now, I will be thinking of Julie, my dating coach. Frankly, dear coach Shankly, this position I've held. It drives me nuts and it corrodes my soul. I didn't realize I was such a shitty dater. You know, I style myself a lover, not a hater, sweet coach Shankly. Love, sex, fatal flame. It can play hideous tricks on the brain But still I'd rather be loved up than righteous or holy Any day, any day, any day Frankly, dear God, frankly, since you ask I am a flatulent pain in the ass I do not mean to be so Still I must speak frankly, dear Coach Shankly Oh, give me a spanky Although to be fair, I'm not really that into BDSM So maybe it's more like Oh, where's the hanky-panky Coach Shankly, Coach Shankly Cha-cha-cha Shankly, I'm a sickening wreck I've got the 
21st century Breathing down my neck I must move fast You understand me I want to go down In celluloid history Or holy Any day, any day, any day But sometimes I feel more fulfilled Making Christmas cards With a mentally ill I want to live And I want to love I want to catch something That I might be ashamed of Frankly, Mr. Shankly, this position I've held It pays my way and it corrodes my soul Oh, I didn't realise that you wrote poetry I didn't realise you wrote such bloody awful poetry Mr. Shankly Frankly, Mr. Shankly, since you ask You are a flatulent pain in the ass I do not mean to be so Hello, you daft, funny, silly, delightful idiot for. <laughs> um, I'm glad you're finding step one relationship assessment already interesting. Um, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm very happy happy for a number of reasons to share your experiences through the through the co conscious dating program with Dewey um because I'm trying to get my own freaking head around it there's a lot of stages and forms <laughs> and so on mm. my idea my latest idea because we're ideas people I think I might have mentioned it to you, actually, is to have a, a little group, like between four and six people, maybe, of people that I know that are single who would like to work on this stuff. And it would be like a steer group, so I could throw in the forms and people could do it themselves, but it would be a place to discuss whatever someone's going through, um, but a kind of like little support group without me needing to do a sort of in an hour or half hour, well, it's usually an hour, hour session with um, each person, but to sort of get the ideas floating and help me get my head around it, <clears throat> but also help us all just work on these issues as they arise through the Conscious Dating Programme. I find that 14 dating traps, which we've been coaching on yesterday in our lab team, I find that a really interesting... Um, paradigm as they call them um yeah it's just it's stuff that you none of it's rocket science but there's something about having it written out and you go oh yeah i totally do that oh yeah i totally do that i i fall into that trap i fall into that trap um yeah but you'll come to that at some point 
Well, not yet, because you're in the you're in the readiness phase, the getting ready, the prepping phase. But yeah, so Mr. Ennis is over on the other side of the world now, nine thousand one hundred and eleven miles away. Um, Google Maps, let me know. So I don't know a lot. Oh. I suppose because I'm a, I don't know if you have this experience, you probably do. Quite a lot of the stuff I've into, the things I do, who I am, have been unusual. Not because I'm trying to be unusual, they just are. It's just like not standard. Like my spiritual meditation group, it's kind of weird. It's like you you talk in tongues, you receive, you, you just kind of like go and receive and you could be singing or talking or talking bullshit or channeling something and you're moving. It's like most people don't do that when they have a spiritual practice. They just sit down and shut up. Uh, most people don't change the name and receive a name from some spiritual woman in Indonesia who's who's done an intuitive process to receive their name. It's like, anyway, I could bang on. There's loads of things I do that are just a bit left field. Not a bit left field. They're left field. And I'm not trying to be weird or awkward or even unique. It's just what I'm like. And and that's what this thing with Stuart occurs to me. It's like, if I look up anything about um, long, long distance relationship, it is built on the premise that you already have an established love bond with somebody. And then off they go or off you go. There's nothing about this. It's like this hasn't even started. Well, it has started, but it's definitely not defined itself in any clear way. Um, and then, yeah, it's just weird. And he's not been with someone for over 10 years, you know, and it's all like, well, how do you do this? I don't know. But it occurred to me that I've I've had to be extraordinarily patient and understanding, which are qualities that you know, without bigging myself up as a strong nine aspect. I have a lot of patience and I have a lot of understanding. Good. But I'm feeling like almost at the end of my tether with it now because I've had to be really patient and really understanding about the fact that Stuart's not even, doesn't even know what relating is. He hasn't done it for the longest time, even though he's a total sweetheart and you'd never know and he seems to be really good at it. But it's like not in his sphere of frame of reference for a long old time do you know like it's over 10 years I mean I think it's more like 12 <laughs> so I've had to be patient about that and understanding <clears throat> and kind of a little bit backed off I suppose to not put pressure on or whatever and not assume that you know he's not someone who's looking for a relationship ready to jump in <laughs> like one could assume that people online are if they're looking for a long distance long-term relationship anyway uh, and also with his getting himself ready to leave for a year i had to be very patient very understanding because his time was taken up and his head was full of it and what he was doing and you know he, he had to be somewhat narcissistically self-oriented of course and i totally understood that but it meant that i had to be patient and understanding about it and then when I got really upset a week ago, when he was kind of being iffy about whether we'd even meet up and I couldn't take it, I had to understand that and not lay it on his plate and not put any pressure on 
and and so on. But he has no idea that I would have been that upset about you know him toying with the option of well maybe there wasn't going to be time to sort of meet. But patience and understanding, patience and understanding while he gets ready and then he's been, you know, it takes a long time to get to Australia. So to be patient and understanding while he's not available and he's, you know, offline for that and he's traveling and he's arriving. And now I have to be patient and understanding because he's like needing to get his bearings in his new life and in his new world. And it's a big fucking deal. And I completely get that. But from my perspective, more patience, more understanding. So it's been a long old time in emotional terms that I have been needing to play it that way. And and it's it's fine and I get it, but I don't know. I don't find, I'm not finding it easy right now and I'm, and I'm, and as much as I get it, and I, I absolutely understand that, like putting pressure on people is the wrong thing to do, and and will backfire and they'll kind of back away from you. So I'm definitely not somebody to do that, and I wouldn't. But at the same time, it's like, I don't actually know if I can handle this, and I don't mean him settling in and me being patient, but like longer term, I don't know. But on my list of requirements, and you will have your list of requirements before long of course it says on there being a physical touch kind of <clears throat> language of love type plenty of you know hugs and touch and all that and intimacy like obviously that's a requirement and and having been with mike who was physically around with regularity and lives up the road and we spent you know a lot of we were able to organise our lives, spend a lot of time together. Um, a, a really good balance, actually, of time on our own and time doing our own thing and our own work and time together. Um, but I learned from him, it's like, I cannot be with someone who doesn't want to get it on. It's like, you know, this lack of sex thing or lack of enthusiasm for sex. Mm-mm, I, no. So, well, there ain't going to be any of that, is there? Obviously, it goes without saying. I don't, how can I be in a relationship with someone where there is zero sex, like way less sex than there was with Mike? <laughs> like, uh, Stuart could be as enthusiastic as he likes, but um, I don't know. So, so I'm like, Francisco, this is a requirement of yours to be happy in relationship. And what I'm noticing now, I have my requirements and I can orientate myself around those is that I'm really noticing when they're not met, we are unhappy. And that's what David Steele says of the Conscious Dating Institute. He says that you can be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't meet your requirements. You absolutely can. And you'll be unhappy. And I love that. It's so fucking clear. That's why they're called requirements. It's like these are deal breakers or deal breakers for your happiness. Anyway, if somebody doesn't meet these things, no can do or can do but be unhappy and I'm not into being unhappy and that's where the philosophy of I would rather be single than settle comes in which is a tenant of the conscious dating program that you really get yourself to a point when you 100% believe that I would rather 
be single and leading my good life the way I'm doing my life and blah, 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 than be in a relationship where I'm settling. And I suppose the beautiful thing about that philosophy is if you really adopt it and you really get this, you get on with your life in a way that you're loving, then you inevitably do meet somebody. <laughs> but it's not designed for that. It's designed so that you can go, I'm not taking less than my requirements. I need them. So I am in a predicament and, you know, it's only day fucking one of him being there. So I don't know. And obviously I'll need to give it time. But I am concerned that I've met this person who <clears throat> ticks so many boxes for me <clears throat> and big boxes. Um, so that's, as you and I both know, a really rare thing. He's a rare find, which I'm not going to use scarcity thinking, but it's not like they come along every second weekend. So this person, I've not had time to establish something with, but I'm going to be having zero sex with him, let alone just like a good hug, which is something that I would say I need. It's probably a requirement for me getting hugged. Um yeah it's like how can that work frank uh, it's like it's set to fail because it just doesn't have the ingredients of my requirements in it so and as much as i've thought okay well i just need to book a massage every three weeks it's like really is that gonna is that gonna cut it so i will have to see how it goes sorry for this long winded message um see how it goes i guess and figure it out and probably the first thing to do is that once he's got a bit more settled and oriented himself and set up a schedule for himself and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah um <laughs> apparently silly fool he doesn't have sun he'll get some sunblock or a hat and all the clothes he's taken are black <laughs> oh what a numpty um that's kind of cute though because it's sort of incompetent like I, if someone's a bit, a bit incompetent I suppose what am I saying he did send me a message this morning but that's the other thing isn't it like the fucking time zone I also think that's messes with my head you're in different it's like you're on a different planet because of the different time zone thing anyway I'm going to have to see how it goes. I am going to, I'm not really one for journaling, but I'm going to make myself journal about this. I'm going to make myself journal um, to get everything down and written out about what's working or not working, red flags, green flags and experiences of it because um, it either works and we make it work and we establish something a bit more strongly between us so that we can make this long distance thing work or no can do, not working, um, see how I go, get on with my life and um, I don't know if I could even chat to him, I don't know if you can really be friends with somebody that you feel like that about um, but see what happens in a year when I'm doubt, doubtlessly still single <laughs> uh, but maybe got my leg over a couple of times if I'm lucky <laughs> he on the other hand doesn't seem to have a need for that Um. Yeah, anyway, chat later. I hope you're having a good day. Keep the songs coming. Um, 
I like that. I guess you'll... <laughs> Are you going to add verses? I think you should. Or... I don't know, as you get used to the relationship dating coaching programme, um, I would be delighted to, <laughs> to hear your songs. Ugh. Do you know what? There's so many fucking forms, as, as I've moaned about multiple times with this course. And I am not a form girl, but I am a stupid song girl. So if you can turn each form or a phase of the dating coaching into a stupid song, you will certainly be delighting me. Hey, hello. Yeah. Stuart is sounding more and more like a nine as uh, as time passes, right? Because who comes, who comes twice um, within the uh, body of another person and uh, doesn't want to actually um, in any way discuss what that person means to them? I think that's bullshit. But it's not bullshit if you're a nine, because if you're a nine, you just get cosy in your own cosy world and whatever that cosy world is. And everyone else, um, anyone who who harshes your mellow, who gets in the way of your coziness is not going to last. So and you know that. So it's great because you're not going to you're not going to harsh his mellow. You're not going to get in the way of his coziness. Um, but hey, you know, I guess it's just how you play it, right? Because this is a game. Let's just remind ourselves, you know, let's just break through all the lovey-dovey bullshit and all the requirements and all of that lovely stuff, um, all the la-la-la lovely stuff, and just remind ourselves this is a game. Um, and it's a game in terms of one person getting one person in their ego cage, getting what they like in their ego cage and another person in their ego cage, getting what they like in their ego cage. It's a win-win game. You know, um, the door of the ego cage will close if the, um, person in the other ego cage is not playing by the rules. So I think that's important to bear in mind, you know. Uh, I suppose a thought that came to me in terms of strategy, if you're thinking strategically, is why not um, why not assign to some degree, you know, Stuart as a as someone who's there. I mean, I don't, I don't, I always thought that he was going to go off to Australia and get his rocks off and you know um, find some Australian woman who's going to. Um, sweep him off his feet, like kind of like you swept him off his feet. But I, more and more hearing you talk about him, I, I suspect that that's very, very unlikely. So he's kind of, he's there. Um, and I think the hardest part for you is to feel like, oh, I'm having to play his game rather than he's playing my game. And I think the question would then be, how how would it be better that kind of he plays your game but not your full game, which is the game of um, love, attention, connection, um, validation, recognition, all of that groovy stuff um, in a romantic sphere. But getting all of that from him as a friend, because he's now he's now just he's he, he is now to you what I am to you. 
in a in a sense of in a sense of um, he's a friend who you have a close um, connection with, and you're able to share stuff and talk about stuff and be fairly um, open with each other, um, as open as a self pres four or a or a or a sort of a self-pres nine can be, uh, which is not very open. Um, but m maybe if you're lucky, he's a sexual nine, uh, which is a little bit more open. But a sexual nine to not have relation for 12 years. I mean, even a freaking self-pres four, um, you know, good old Rez, um, Rez could very, very easily just switch off her um, seeking, her four seeking, for a year or so and just focus totally on her on her stuff um and then and then she'd be like oh i, I feel like some cock now and then she'd go back and uh and get some cock uh that's how she explained it to me uh at the time um how she did it as a self-pres for um she'd go you know after a year or two she'd be like oh yeah i've done enough self-pres for a while let me go and get some cock um, get someone to, I don't know, do my bidding, um, hang out with me, sleep in my bed. Um, well, not sleep in her bed because that's complicated, but uh, someone where she can go and sleep in their bed. And, um, and uh, yeah, pretend to have a relationship with, or even call it a relationship. Um, in other words, do the L game. Um, and... Um, yeah, so why not why not sort of see it like that? Why not just see it as um okay. Uh he's kind of moved more into the friend zone now. I'm going to um I'm not going to spend a whole year just pining and moping and um because hey, I did that last year. I mean, I wasn't the person I was pining and moping for wasn't speaking to me at all, whereas this person is going to be speaking to you. But let's just remind ourselves that he's speaking to you when it suits him, how it suits him, and for his ego cage needs. Um, it's got nothing to do with you, um, because that's how, that's how the game works. It's got nothing to do with you, other than as a conceptual framework. Um, so play the game, play the game. Uh, keep him sweet, um, keep connected to him, um, you know, um, bigging him up, um, feed his ego, um, uh, don't push him for um, any kind of, any kind of um, promises or any kind of, I want to be with you, because even if he does say that, it, it talk is cheap. And yeah, put him on ice, put him kind of on ice, if you can. That would be my strategy, um, you know, easy for me to say, because I don't have any um, connection with anyone at the moment. Keep him on ice and then, yeah, keep on swiping. Um, and then you've, you've set the bar quite high, so it's great. It's great. You can then focus on your life, your stuff, um, your needs. And if in the next year, whilst you're doing the odd swipe, maybe going on the odd date, someone comes up who is 
um, more relationship ready than Stuart is and also ticks a lot of those boxes for you, then then you can uh, jump ship um, as Nadia jump ship, right? Because jumping ship is what we all do when we're playing the game. And just re let's remind us, we're playing the game. Um, you can jump ship or he can jump ship if you find someone in Australia. And um, I guess it's just about keeping yourself um, intact and not emotionally um, bent and twisted by any of this, um, which is what I'd like to work on um, with my dating coach. Well, not with my dating coach. Uh, with my dating coach, I think I'm going to have to do a fair amount of pandering to, um, to all of these very sublime quasi-religious notions about requirements and needs and and you know working on your requirement list as if as if you were going to remain celibate for the next 12 years and not get into any kind of relationship because that person doesn't a hundred percent meet your requirements uh well no that's not going to happen particularly for a uh, four so, but it'd be nice to know, nice to know that that's, that's my, those are my requirements and uh, nice to know the next time I um, um, yeah, get into, let's call it a relationship in inverted commas uh, with somebody who's not meeting those requirements because how could any human animal <laughs> meet our stupid requirements? It's never going to happen. Never, never. Um, but but uh, it's nice to know that they're there, right? They're, These are my requirements. <laughs> These are my requirements. And then, um, and then when someone like vaguely like ticks one or two requirements... And all the others, you're like, oh, shit, they're never going to do these. But, oh, well, whatever. 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 Let's just, we're playing the game. We're playing the game. Whatever. Then, um, then you can do that. It's all good. Hi. You are my wingman dating coach here. I think I really do need to put Stuart on ice. A, lot, a year's a long fucking time when you're a type four. Fueled by emotions. Um, I'm just keep being aware that it's a word, two words, a year. But actually, it's a f yeah, it's a fuck of a long time in terms of experiences. I can't just hang around waiting for someone. I don't know. If it was more established, um, it'd be a different kettle of fish. But it ain't established. And maybe that's a good thing. Um, maybe that's a good thing. Because if it was more established, it would be more difficult. But because it's somewhat in the flimsy, could go this way, could go that way phase, um, maybe that's a good thing and will allow me to just have casual fun, as I have found out I can do. I think some people can't just have sex with someone without getting hurt or getting attached or whatever. But, well, I think I can well, I certainly could with Hamish, I don't know. Anthony, it was a bit of a bull's up, but that was because he wasn't honest. Anyway, um, I would like to ask your opinion on something. Um, because I'm meeting Hamish tonight for a drink locally to me. And it will just be a drink. And I do just want to catch up with him and kind of not seen him for months. He's been in Canada and stuff. 
Um, but he's here until the 21st. <laughs> oh my God. Why is there always a fucking clock ticking down? <clears throat> so if we were, anyway, the point is I'm meeting him for a drink and, um, you know, perhaps in the coming days, something else will transpire. But I feel like I should let Stuart know that I'm meeting Hamish for a drink. He knows who Hamish is. And I can remind him if he's forgotten. Um, and I don't know. I don't I don't want to feel in any way devious or like I'm doing anything behind anybody's back. Like that I'm not comfortable with that. But then again, it's just a bit confusing because I don't owe Stuart anything. We've certainly not defined a relationship and certainly not um defined exclusivity so I think you're right that I would given the length of years he's spent not in a relationship and not having sex I wouldn't be at all surprised if he spends his whole year not doing that because it's obviously not a driver not a strong driver for him except for the fact that just before going away we did um get cozy with each other so maybe it's opened up that aspect of his thinking but in any case, do you think that I should let him know that I'm meeting up with Hamish for a drink? And do you think that I should let him know that I'm going to be staying, I'm going to be dating people while he's gone? What I would be interested to know what you think from the guy point of view, from the sensitive arty guy point of view, which is what both of you are. <laughs> Hello. I think my answer is a very simple one, and that's no. I would not tell him that you are meeting Hamish. I will not. I would not tell him that you are have are potentially going to date because you don't need to. Play his game. Play his game. Play someone else's game for a while. This is the bullshit game of um, <clears throat> the hard types. No, no. No, that bullshit doesn't get us anywhere. Um, <clears throat> uh, he's not, he's not playing that bullshit game with you. Um, and that means you don't need to play it with him. If he is a body type, just remember, this is the game he plays. You do your thing, I do my thing. You are not in this world to live up to my expectations. I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations, Francisca. You are you, I am I. If by chance, you know, we happen to hook up, we happen to have sex, we happen on my return to have a relationship, great. If not, can't be helped. Um, <clears throat> And uh, that's really, really hard for us fours to um, cope with. But, you know, I spent a year um, on a sometimes daily basis chanting the following um, very non-four mantra, very um, type eight, type nine, mm, maybe even a type five mantra. Maybe you want to chant that mantra a bit yourself. And this is the mantra. All is fair in love and war. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All's fair in love. All is fair in love and war. All is fair.